Thanks for tuning in to Start With Scripture, a Hesed Heart podcast. I'm your host, Audrey Grove, here to bring you biblical application and meditation to help your life be both informed and transformed by God's Word. Learn more at hesedheart.com. Hello, my friends. It is another beautiful day, and I've been thinking a lot about rest. I've been reading a really awesome book called uh, The Invitation to Solitude and Silence by Ruth Haley Barton, I believe is her name. And it has been very thought-provoking for me, thinking about how I am resting and the invitation that God has for us, for you, to find rest in Him. And how much we really, truly need that rest. But to be honest with you, rest is really hard. And in this book, there's this beautiful layout of basically a continuum, a scale of being burnt out on one side, all the way over to feeling refreshed and energized on the other. And in the middle, there is kind of veering towards that burnout. And then there is this idea of being good tired after your work. And as I was kind of walking through this book and doing the practices and praying about rest, I realized that I am very rarely in that refreshed and energized category. So I'd invite you to think about that continuum from burnout to getting towards that more dangerous side of tired to good tired, to actually refreshed and energized, where do you fall today? Where do you fall the majority of the time? Because I would love to share my story with you. A few years ago, I was living in burnout. Completely living in a burnout stage. Not getting the rest I needed. And some of it was unavoidable. Uh, because of circumstances that came up, and it was just a very crazy busy season, and I never rested. And so I had gotten to that point of being completely burnt out, and I never cared for myself. And so even though the cares of life and responsibilities and things weren't like overwhelming in and of themselves, because I was still burnt out, and I had never rested, all of those responsibilities kept me in burnout. And it actually resulted in some really like random, crazy physical problems. And I'm actually really thankful for it because that is a situation that God used to open my eyes to the truth that I I do live life with anxiety. All of that to say, I have tried so hard not to allow myself to get to a place of burnout again. Avoiding burnout has been my goal. And because I haven't been truly burnt out since, I thought I was doing all right. I thought I was doing great. I don't know if you can resonate with that at all. If you have been in a place where you are just exhausted, where just the energy to get through the day feels like too much energy. (laughs) more than you have to give. I don't know if 
you can resonate with feeling good because you're not exhausted, because you're not burnt out, because you're not at your breaking point and that feels like enough for you. But for me, that was how I was living and I didn't even realize it. As I looked at that little continuum between burnout and refreshed and energized, I realized that I am always tired, good tired or otherwise. And I didn't even realize that I was constantly living in that tired state. I thought, again, because I wasn't burnt out, I was doing well. But the truth is, what God has impressed on my heart is just because you're avoiding burnout does not mean you're well rested. Just because you are avoiding burnout does not mean you are well rested, does not mean that you are living a healthy life of wellness. And again, this isn't to say that there aren't seasons where we will be tired. This isn't to say that we should be able to handle all the things that come up with our own energy and our own strength because on our own, we will never be strong enough. We will never have enough energy to approach things in a healthy way. And sometimes there are going to be seasons that push us so far where we're giving so much, but the truth is that Christ is always enough. His strength, his energy, his rest is always enough. So please know that everything we're going to be talking about today is through the lens of Christ being enough and through the lens of understanding that there are different seasons in life. But this is just speaking about for me, my season right now, and inviting you to think about your season right now, even if that's a different season. I hope that this conversation is thought-provoking for you about what rest truly is. And this idea that just because you're avoiding burnout does not mean you're well-rested. It does not mean you are healthy. Let me tell you, when I recognized that, it blew my mind. And I realized that I have struggled with feeling guilty for taking time to rest. Because for me, rest feels unproductive. And when I feel unproductive, I feel unworthy. I feel unsuccessful. I feel like a failure. And to be honest, I feel like compared to the average person, the amount of rest time that I need, even just amount of time sleeping I need to feel well rested is so much more than the average person that I feel like there's something wrong with me. And then suddenly in my mind, I am equating rest with my identity, with my success at life. And the truth is that that is a lie. That is a false belief. Those are expectations that I am pulling out of nowhere and placing on myself. And the truth is that no matter how much I rest, no matter how tired or energized I am, no matter how successful I am, that all has zero to do with my identity, my value, and my worth. Because those three things are secure in Christ. And if you have faith in him, They are secure for you too. 
And so I have been able to recognize this area and this place where I have been equating my worth with my busyness, with my accomplishments, and I didn't even notice it. I didn't even notice it. But if I rested for too long, if I took a day off of work, if I didn't work a full 40 hours in a week, I felt guilt and shame. I felt like I was less. I felt like I was doomed to always be a failure. And then I was constantly running on a gas tank that wasn't full. It wasn't quite on empty. I wasn't quite burnt out. I wasn't quite running on fumes. (laughs) But I definitely wasn't running on what I needed to run on. And when I have been tired and I look at that and I examine that and I see now that tiredness that I'm feeling, I recognize that it's really hard for me to actually find joy in my work, to do the things that I love to do because I'm so tired and doing them is exhausted. It's really hard for me to do the activities that I long to do, that I want to do because I'm so tired. And it's really hard for me to even do restful activities that are replenishing and refreshing because I'm so tired. I don't know if you resonate with that at all. I have a feeling many of you do. Because the culture we live in, it says exactly what I was believing. The culture tells us that only when you're busy can you be successful. Only when you are working all the time and you are really grinding and you are really hustling and you have all the things under control, can you be someone who is worthy of looking up to? Can you be someone who really gets what they want in life? And social media is so prevalent, right? It takes up all of this space in our minds. And we're looking at all these highlight reels, all these people talking about how much they work, how much they're doing, all the things. So it's no wonder that I know I have that false belief that rest is unproductive. And I wonder if you aren't carrying a similar false belief as well. And something that actually really helped me realize this, uh, I use an app called Focusmate. I absolutely love it. It's a cool, cool website where you log on and you set up a session with a stranger and you're both basically on Zoom and you're muted. And it's just to help each other be accountable to get a task done. So at the beginning, you share what you want your task to be done by the end of the session. They're 30 minute or hour long sessions and then at the end you reconvene and you share how it went and it is so helpful for me to have someone there to hold me accountable to have some structure in my day because I work from home and I was on a focus mate the other day and I like to start my day my work day with quiet time with really self-care and yes I'm doing self-care for myself and I'm still this tired as a side note. So it it can happen even when you are taking intentional action. So I just want to put that out there. But I I was doing this really, really fun self-care, a little bit of quiet time, reading my Bible, journaling, doing these kinds of things. And I was outside on our deck and recently uh, 
my dad and Micah, my husband, made us the catio, a little enclosed area on our deck where we can let the cats outside through our window. And I was out there on the catio with them doing my quiet time. And I told my focus mate partner this. And she goes, wow, I wish I had your life. And that kind of blew my mind. Because I was looking at this little moment in time as nothing too fancy, nothing too exciting, not really the highlight reel you see on social media, not really the thing that people are looking up to and looking for and pursuing. But it made me stop and realize, wow, I have so much to be thankful for. Wow, I really am living a life that I love, getting to hang out with my cats. (laughs) Being at home in this beautiful weather, working from home, doing a job that I love, having time to spend with the Lord. And it really changed my perspective. To really be grateful and thankful for what I have now, rather than always looking forward to the next thing. And we're going to kind of tie this back to our last episode where basically we were talking about having this mindset, not of a finish line, where once you reach your goal, you're done and everything is going to be much better. Everything's going to change. But rather than having that finish line mindset, having a journey mindset. That it's going to be continuous and yeah, there's going to be road marks and there's going to be these these pit stops and these checkpoints where you can celebrate, but the journey is not done. And I kind of realized that I wasn't enjoying my journey, but instead I was looking forward to some hypothetical finish line. Like, oh, when, when I do this and that and that other thing, then I'll finally be successful and I'll finally have all this stuff. When I do this or that or that other thing, then I'll finally be fulfilled. Then I'll finally have the life I've always wanted. And I was so focused on looking forward, I didn't pay attention to the beautiful journey I was on right now. Honestly, to doing something that I loved doing because it wasn't a highlight reel and it wasn't what culture, what social media, what my own expectations and standards told me that success looked like. And so I was missing the rest. I was missing the joy that was right in front of me. And it got me thinking about rest. Are we viewing rest as a finish line? After this vacation, I'm going to be refreshed and energized and everything's going to change. Everything's going to be different. Once I get on this new schedule, everything's going to be different. Once I just make it through this really rough month, this really month week, everything's going to be different. I had a finish line mentality when it came to rest. And I never realized it. But the truth is that rest is not a finish line. Well, 
let's clarify a little bit. Because in one sense it is. There's there's two types of rest, right? There's that heavenly rest that we look forward to one day. That we know that Christ has for us when sin and death have been defeated. When we have that new heaven and that new earth. And we are really seeing and feeling and experiencing all of the promises that Christ has for us, all of the inheritance he has for us in fullness, right? There is that heavenly rest that we know is coming. But then there's also earthly rest. And I would love to hop over to Hebrews chapter 4. And both chapter 3 and chapter 4 in Hebrews really are talking about rest and how God's people really didn't experience his rest. But it makes note that even God rested. When he created, he didn't need to rest, yet he chose to rest, and he rested on the seventh day. So let's see, Hebrews chapter 4, verse 9. So then, there remains a Sabbath rest for the people of God. For whoever has entered God's rest has also rested from his works as God did from his. This Sabbath rest is part of God's plan and it remains. And and this kind of rest is this earthly rest we have right now, right? Of course, a picture and looking forward to the beautiful heavenly rest and the promise of rest we have in Christ. But this this Sabbath rest, we see this earthly rest is set out not as a one-time thing, not as a finish line where you rest once and you're good forever, but every seven days. It is continual. It is constant every single week having this cycle of rest. Even looking back to a really a popular verse, a verse I love, Matthew 11, verse 28 through 30, Jesus saying, come to me all who labor and are heavy laden and I will give you rest. And that's another type of rest that we have is rest from having to earn our goodness and our value and our salvation because Christ has already earned all of that for us. And so this is a rest that we can experience as a soul rest. And when we take those Sabbath rests, that is a wonderful time for us to experience that physical rest that God has for us as well. But both of these we see are this idea of a continuous rest, a rest that is ongoing. And I love this. This, this section, right? Come to me all who labor and are heavy laden and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me for I am gentle and lowly in heart and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. That is the promise that we have in Christ. And that is available to us now. Of course, not quite in fullness, right? Because it's not all the new heaven and new earth yet, but we still have that rest available to us. And so, so often we are viewing this as a finish line or like we talked about in the last episode, like retirement. 
So often we just want to get to retirement so we can rest all the time and be done with our work and or we just want to have that portion of rest so we never have to rest again. We don't have to worry about it. But that is not real life. That is not how it works. And I don't know about you, but I fall into that trap all the time. I just need the weekend and I'm going to feel so much better. Oh, I I just need a vacation and I'm going to feel so much better and I'm going to be good for the rest of the month. After this really busy season, everything's going to fall into place. It's all going to be better. And I'm looking at that finish line instead of looking at the journey and the continuous nature of rest that we see in scripture. Rest for our souls in Christ, him inviting us to come to him. That's not a one-time thing, but we can come to him any time we are labored and heavy laden. This Sabbath rest, right, that is weekly and continual. And yet I'm not viewing rest like that, like a cycle. And the other thing I realized is even when I'm taking rest days, am I being intentional with my rest? We look at the Sabbath in scripture and people were very intentional with the Sabbath. Am I being that intentional with my rest times, with my rest days? There's a couple ways we can look at this. Being intentional to rest physically, mentally, emotionally, and also spiritually. Right? Because Jesus said that you will Find rest for your souls. He invites us to come to him. He invites us to take his burden rather than holding on to our own. And we find that rest that is a soul rest. And there in the Lord, when we have that soul rest, we can also take that emotional and mental rest as well. When we are trusting the Lord and resting in him in that way, but also intentional physical rest. And what that intentional rest looks like for you in the season where you're at is going to be different than it looks for me. It's going to be different than it looks for your friend or your family or the people you see on social media. It's going to be different. But I would invite you to ask the Lord to really help you cultivate this cycle of rest, to cultivate this soul rest, this consistent rest, this journey of rest, and to cultivate it in a way that you need right now. Circling back a little bit to this book that I'm reading, The Invitation to Solitude and Silence, I love her take on it too, because Another thing that we tend to do as people is when we rest, we still think we have to accomplish something. And I'm guilty of this all the time. And it's very difficult to walk this line of balancing intentional rest with placing expectations on our rest and feeling like we have to do something in our resting. But sometimes that is counterproductive. Feeling like, oh, I've just got to read this many chapters of my Bible or or spend this much time doing X, Y, Z restful activity that sometimes we fill up our rest time so much that we're not actually resting. Or I know for me, I fall into the trap of just scrolling away. Facebook, TikTok, Instagram. 
of still filling my brain with all this stuff that I'm not actually able to get that mental rest. Walking the line between that intentionality of resting and almost placing too many expectations and trying to make that rest feel productive rather than just recognizing that resting in the Lord is inherently productive whether we make it productive or not. And I love in this book as well that she points out that we tend to have guilt associated with resting in a certain way. Like maybe taking a nap. I know I've felt guilt in the past for taking a nap. I know I've felt guilt even speaking of walking that line for scrolling on my phone. But really just recognizing it, giving it all to God, whatever feelings come up for us, whether it is guilt, whether it is shame, whether it is just this draw to do things that that maybe are feeling really productive that maybe aren't the most filling. And rather than feeling guilt or shame for those things, simply noticing it, bringing it to God, and allowing Him to speak into that. Allowing Him to see it. And even just allowing ourselves to rest in a way that we need to rest, if that's a nap, whatever it is. And removing the guilt or the shame. So where do you fall on that continuum between burnout and being rested, refreshed, and energized? When you think of rest, are you thinking of that finish line or are you enjoying the journey? When you're resting, are you giving yourself an agenda for your rest? (laughs) Are you struggling with guilt and shame? Are you so tired you're choosing activities that aren't actually restful for you? I'd invite you to keep on dwelling on all of these questions, to bring them to the Lord and really ask him, asking God yourself what he wants to speak to you and your heart about rest and how he is inviting you to rest in him in a deeper way And how he wants to restore to you the joy that comes with resting in him. How can your rest be just a little bit more intentional? Not setting an agenda. (laughs) Again, it's such a hard balance, right? But a little bit more intentional to be resting with the Lord. And something else he's really been speaking to me is not to feel guilty about needing rest. Or if you look at your neighbors, your friends, your family, that highlight reel on social media, not to feel guilty for how much rest you need compared to how much rest someone else seems to need, what they say they need or what they're taking. Margin in your life is healthy. God calls us, invites us to that continual cycle of resting in him. He wants you 
to rest in him. He's calling you, inviting you to rest in him. So hear hear these words anew. And really listen to anything that the Lord would impress on your heart that he wants to speak to you about rest that he has for you because let me tell you something though (laughs) I have felt such a pressure released since I have had all these realizations since I have come back to see what God really has in mind when he says he has rest for me when he says he has rest for you he loves you so much And he has this invitation for you in a way that is unique to you. And that's not something to feel guilty about or shame about. There's no condemnation in Christ. I'd invite you to be curious about it rather than feeling condemned about it. So hear these words. Again, this is Jesus speaking. Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. Keep on growing with the Lord, my friends. Go out with his joy and his peace, and I'll see you in the next episode. Before you go, I just wanted to say that even though I'm walking this journey myself, I am really, really passionate about helping you find this rest on your journey to regularly find this healthy level of rest and wellness even as you are living out your kingdom calling. So if you would love to have a guide in this, if you would love to have a safe space to examine, to delve into, to cultivate this rest, definitely check out the 90-day coaching program. It's called Grow and Glow because we're all about growing in Christ and glowing in your kingdom calling. The link is in the show notes or just head to hesedheart.com slash grow.